Today we're going to be talking about Happier Than The Morning Sun from the album Music Of My Mind, released on the 3rd of March 1972 on the track It Is Just Stevie Wonder. Uh, it is 5 minutes 18 and joining me to talk about today is on 2. Hello on 2. Uh, what's up Darren? Um, so <laughs> this is, uh, I would say, probably one of the more low-key songs from this album. Um, you know, it's, uh, I mean, the, the kind of Rolling Stone review for the album criticised Stevie Wonder, kind of his use of production. Um, and they mainly criticized him using vocal effects. Um, and I think this song is probably the one song where I'd agree with that. Um, you know, it has this kind of, uh, like it isn't overdone in terms of the production really, but the vocal effect kind of takes away a little bit from mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder's voice because obviously Stevie Wonder has a beautiful voice. And I think sticking like a reverb thing on it um, doesn't really k- kind of help. Um, and also the song, even though it's not super long, it just feels like it overstays just a tiny bit. Pretty long for um, like a Stevie Wonder song, right? It's like five minutes. Yeah, but he opens he opens songs in the key of life with two songs that total fifteen minutes. So um, you know he opens he opened this album, I think, with two songs that total fifteen minutes as well. Um, you know, on an album where you've got five, seven minute songs and eight minute songs. You know, if I and and this, you've still got six minutes forty of keep on running to get to. Um, so you know, this is not this is not even in the top three of longest songs on this album. But it is, it, you know, five minutes eighteen is still fairly long in terms of, um, you know, like a Stevie Wonder song. Um, uh, and you know, like I say, it's it's mostly just. Um, I think it's just the. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember what. Um, I think it's the clavinet, isn't it? Um, that he's using that's got the uh, the harpsichord sound on that he also uses on uh, Keep On Running um, and I, I don't know I'm not a huge fan of this this sound I think on this particular album obviously this is the first one where he used the tonto and I think like the tonto sound is a lot warmer um, the harpsichord it feels like kind of sharp and uh, I don't know it just I, if this is meant to be kind of like um, a ballad um, about how he feels with Cyrita. Um, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like the harpsichord really works. And again, like putting the, the vocal effect on, like having like the kind of the reverb thing, it just, again, like everything on it, it just feels like a kind of a wrong choice, which is kind of rare for Stevie Wonder. Um, but you know, this is, this is what Vince, Vince Aletti was talking about when he kind of gave the first couple of albums, a scathing review. Um, he just didn't, he know he was never a fan of the kind of, um, you know, like the overproduction, um, not that I think this is overproduced, but you know, I I think kind of the the clavinet is probably the wrong choice for a ballad. Of all the things that Vince Letty talks about in his Rolling Stone review, when he's kind of been scathing about most of this album, he does actually single this out and say, "Happy in the Morning Sun is a delight, one of the more ambitious cuts stylistically, uh, or maybe one of the strongest departures from Wonder's super funky style. Uh, it might take some adjusting to." So. Uh, whereas I think like this doesn't really fit with the rest of the album in terms of like the the production, like you know the the vocals yeah. are too kind of like echoey and the 
the harpsichord doesn't really fit like you know the, the kind of clavinet sound doesn't really fit with the subject matter it sounds like it has like a really heavy chorus effect on it as well like it makes it sound yeah. like a guitar like a really bright bright as hell guitar yeah and i like it doesn't like i don't know i mean in terms of like the lyrics it you know it feels like it once again it's stevie singing about cyrita uh, obviously of course by the time the song gets released they're divorced um, but this kind of, you know, starting off with a chorus again, you know, is a, a, is kind of a, a Stevie Wonder thing to do where he says, I'm happier than the morning sun. And that's the way you said that I would be uh, if I should ever bring you inside my life. Uh, I'm happier than the morning sun. You know, that's that's the way you said it would mm-hmm. be if I should have. Had. So, like, you know, the, the chorus is just kind of these three lines repeated. And then, um, I don't know, he kind of goes over some of the themes that would appear, you know, in some of the later songs where he says, all my life I was alone, didn't think I'd find my part, but now I see this joy inside your heart. Uh, every day I searched the star that was never a, that was never in the sky, and now I see the star is on Earth. So, again, he's kind of talking about how, you know, uh, he was lost before he found Cyrita, and then she kind of found him and made him feel less alone. Um, you know, which is something that he kind of mentions in some other songs as well. Um, and I, I don't know, it's it's kind of interesting that this is the way that Stevie Wonder kind of felt about his life, um, you know, that he was kind of lost. Uh, and it's interesting that that's really the only verse in this in this entire song. The rest of it is basically just chorus and then bridge and then chorus again. And just him kind of... Yeah, him humming that too. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, a little bit of the old bum bum bums um, and him saying, I love you um, and kind of just repeating over and over the chorus talking about how, you know, he's happier than the morning sun. I, I, I will say, like, for a five minute song, this kind of goes nowhere. Like, it, it doesn't really <laughs> make any like it doesn't like shift or anything like that. It's kind of like a really repetitive motif. I mean, it feels like really after he'd like done the bridge or something, we need him to kind of like, I don't know, like key change or something just to keep it kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, it's just this kind of repetition, you know, talking about how he's happier than the stars above. And, you know, that's the way you said it would be. Um, and I, I, I guess it's kind of a little bittersweet knowing that the relationship he's talking about and, you know, that like being found by this person has already ended in divorce. Um, so, and then as we go to the outro, he says, I believe that everyone should be happier than the morning sun. Um, I think though, is it like a metaphor? I don't fully understand what he means by happier than the morning sun. Like, is the morning sun particular? Brighter? I don't know. Like, is it particularly (laughs) happy? Like, I mean, the brightest sun is the midday sun, um, you know, which is obviously where mad dogs and Englishmen go. So I, like, I, I don't quite understand how the morning sun is happy. Uh, I don't know, is, like, the evening sun sad? Uh, I meant, like, we've never lived in Detroit. <laughs> or, like, yeah, maybe the sun is really great there. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, it, it, feels like, it feels like he's attempting a metaphor for something, but it, it doesn't seem like you can really... Like, I don't, I don't fully understand exactly what he's trying to say, other than he was yeah. really happy, happy that he got together with Cyrita. Um and obviously we all know how that ended. So um, it, so then it just ends up being like a generic love song. And I don't think it really stands up on that strength either. This might be a reach, but I'm, I'm thinking this kind of sounds like Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles. Like when you maybe say that. Yeah. Yeah, there is a, there is a, I mean. Yeah, just like. Yeah, like the harpsichord sound is, is something that 
he he does it on another track on this album and it kind of feels a bit beatily uh, but at the, i mean like here comes the sun uh, again i find it funny because that was also like a love song written about somebody who ended up divorced in the person who sung the songs yeah <laughs> so uh maybe don't be comparing did, did serena <laughs> i'm like did serena leave stevie for eric clapton as well yeah like maybe maybe don't be maybe <laughs> maybe don't be comparing the person that you're falling in love with to the star mm. that's at the center of our universe because eventually they're going to leave you, um, you know. So maybe maybe don't compare them to a big flaming ball of gas, and maybe they won't, you know. Like maybe that's the thing that people don't like about it. Yeah, there's like a lot of I hate to say this. There's kind of like a lot of codependence in here. Like I, as in that's the way you said I would be. Like like when you if you should ever come into my life, basically, it's kind of. He's kind of, like, really sad here. I think, like, he's, like, very dependent on how the other person treats him. I mean, at the, at the same time, again, you know, this is, like, a 20-21-year-old Stevie Wonder. Um, I, th- I think, yeah. like, Cyrita was the first kind of, like, serious relationship he ever had. Um, and, you know, a lot of his kind of, like, love songs from the late 60s and early 70s were pretty much all about her. Um, and, 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 like, even after this point, you know, like... Uh, once we get to Talking Book, half the songs on their album are about Sarita, and the other half are also about Sarita, but they're about the divorce from Sarita. So, <laughs> so um, you know, like this, the kind of the the balance of like him singing about her, you know, I, by the time you get to like the end of Innovisions and the start of Fulfillingness, he's kind of moved away from singing songs about mm-hmm. Sarita all the time. But this feels like one of the more kind of insubstantial, where it's like. You know, he's happier than the morning sun, which I don't understand. And then also, like you say, the codependency of that's the way you said it would be if I gave you a chance to come inside mm-hmm. my life. It's like, um, you know, considering that she was a few years older than him, it feels like maybe there's some manipulation going on there. Uh, but at the, at- yeah, I feel like, yes, he's kind of like, well, yes, she's a lot older and well, maybe like two years older or whatever did you say. Yeah, like, yeah, he was kind of the younger person in the relationship and probably expecting her to yeah lead lead the whole thing and i mean you know it's a nice enough arrangement and everything but it just feels like one of the weaker songs on this album i i, I would say one of the more weaker like stevie wonder songs i've heard like um so i mean for me i would say probably only uh a four out of five because still it's got stevie wonder's voice right. and stevie wonder's voice is great so <laughs> you know even all right i i i'm giving it a three um I'm, i just feel like yeah he could have spent his time doing other things yeah um, but I, I, I mean, the thing is, even just listening to Stevie Wonder sing a bad song, it's still Stevie Wonder. So, <laughs> you know, oh, it's, it's, that that is true. But yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna not like Stevie Wonder singing. But yeah, it's, it feels a little insubstantial. And I think as well, you know, the theme of him, uh, feeling lonely and, and kind of being found, uh, is something that he'll do in other songs, uh, and you, and kind of do it in a better way, um. So yeah. it, it like this doesn't feel like the best version of this story, um, you know. It feels like he'll he'll do it in, in in other songs and he'll make it he'll make his point a lot better. And also, he won't just repeat the chorus. I don't know sixteen or seventeen times in um, a row, you know. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, there's not much to this song, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, well, then let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug onto? Uh, yeah, just follow me on my Twitter at the handle uh, onto comedy. That's spelled. A-N-H-T-U, the word comedy. And you can find us on Twitter for this project at Stevie White Wonder. Uh, thanks for watching my guest here today. Uh, no problem, Darren. Ha- happy to be here. Otherwise, good. Oh, have you destroyed? You've destroyed so much!
Let's die!